Hey everyone, welcome back to The Coop with Meyer Hatchery, where we talk all things poultry in hopes of educating chicken keepers and inspiring future flock owners. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jeff. And today we're talking all about turkeys. Save $5 off your next Meyer Hatchery purchase by entering the coupon code THECOOP2022 at checkout. Gosh, there's just so much to talk about when it comes to turkeys. We've got broad-breasted turkeys. We have heritage turkeys. I had the opportunity to chat a little bit with one of Meyer Hatchery's own, Michelle, about how she raises broad-breasted turkeys, and she had a few tips for us. Hey, all. I'm just here to discuss how and why I choose the broad-breasted turkeys to raise. I prefer them for growth and non-flying ability. Um, I have found that turkeys to be more fragile than other poultry types. Brooder heat needs to be a few degrees warmer than chicks. The room temperature water. With the water, you can add any household items if you don't have any additional vitamins to add. You can even add Gatorade, molasses, or white table sugar. Um, These can help give them an energy and nutrient boost from shipping. Turkeys can sometimes act brainless when you first receive them. So adding marbles to their water will draw their attention to it to help keep them interested. Um, As they grow, keep raising their feed so it is level with their back. This helps breast growth to reach the optimum end goal. Uh, 27% protein is always preferred. This will make sure that they have everything that they need to rec- for their required growth. First up, let's talk about the number one turkey that everybody knows, the ones that you find at the grocery store, the ones that you think of, the, the white broad-breasted turkey. These are the most common. These are the ones that you see at the fair. These are the ones that provide you basically the most amount of meat that you can get. And that's why they're the most used. One of the big advantages of the white broad-breasted turkey is the processing age. You can process them anywhere from age 16 to 22 weeks of age and get a lot of meat. The broad-breasted turkeys have that huge slab of white meat that a lot of people just love. And this is the turkey for that. They will dress out 80 to 85% of the live weight. And that's a lot of meat. And with uh, females, you're looking the live weight between 23 to 29 pounds, depending on when you butcher it. Whereas the males, 33 to 48 pounds. And I'll tell you what about that live weight of the males at 48 pounds. That's a big turkey. Where I I actually have a really good story about that. One of our first experiences raising broad-breasted turkeys, we didn't understand the importance of processing by a certain age. And we definitely overgrew them. They were probably closer to, I don't know, 28 weeks. I mean, they were barely able to walk. We literally had to cut the turkey in half in order to cook it in the oven for Thanksgiving. It's not a fun situation. (laughs) So tell me about the bronze. Why, what is, what's the deal with the broad-breasted bronze? Well, they're really similar to the broad-breasted whites. They're going to grow into that big butterball turkey that you find in the grocery store. They're going to grow that large white breast meat that everybody loves. 
Um, their processing age is the same, so they can be processed by 16 weeks all the way up to 22 weeks. Their dress weight is going to be the same at 80 to 85% of their live weight. Um, they're a little, as far as their live weights, they're a little bit smaller than the broad breasted whites, just a tad. Um, your females are going to be about 23 to 26 pounds versus your males, 32 to 38 pounds. Um, I will say one of the things that I find is like a, a con with the broad breasted, if you're processing yourself that you'll find is their pin feathers are darker than the broad breasted whites. So getting them clean after you're plucking them proves to be a little bit more difficult, but in the end, it's the same great, wonderfully tasting bird. Another con of broad-breasted turkeys in general is that they cannot reproduce naturally. Because they're a hybrid, you cannot cross a male and a female broad-breasted turkey and hatch out more broad-breasted turkeys. So this is not a sustainable option. They also do not forage as well as heritage turkeys and they do not make great pets. They need to be butchered by 22 weeks or around there. So why should you get the broad-breasted turkeys? Well, there's a lot of great reasons. Uh, first, they grow to butcher weight really quickly. And there's a lot of meat on those big turkeys. Another thing is they get so large that they can't fly, not like the heritage can. And they do well in confinement. Plus, if you have kids who are of the showing at the fair, you can have your kids showing at 4-H at the fair and they can make some money. Yeah, this is definitely the birds that you're going to see at the fair in the market class for turkeys. Switching gears a little bit, let's talk about heritage turkeys. I also had the opportunity to chat with Crystal, another one of Meyer Hatchery's awesome team members, about her heritage turkeys, what she likes about them, and some tips that she had for people interested in raising them for the first time. Hi, this is Crystal, and I just wanted to share my experience with some of our heritage turkeys. Um, I've raised Narragansett and Bourbon Red heritage turkeys, and I chose the Bourbon Reds because of their coloring and their feather pattern. And the Narragansans were picked because of their traditional look and good disposition. Um, our turkeys do free range on our farm and are very, very curious about what we are doing when we're outside. They do tend to like the plants in my garden. And if there are any color to the fruits and vegetables, they like to have a nibble, especially my garden ready ripe tomatoes. One tip that I would like to give is to make sure that you have boundaries around your garden so that they don't have a free buffet. And then another tip that I have is that um, the heritage turkeys do like to roost really high. So make sure that you give them enough space for that roosting um, and to, for them to go into for their safety. We have our horse barn on our property and the turkeys really love to be high up in their rafters. Now with heritage turkeys, what you can find is they are typically processed at 24 to 28 weeks of age, but you can also process them as young as 18 weeks if you want a smaller dress bird, depending on how big a bird you want. It's all up to you. And keep in mind that you are looking that the processed weight of a heritage turkey is about 75% of their live weight. 
Now, depending on the breed you choose to raise and when you butcher them, hens can weigh anywhere from eight to 18 pounds and the males anywhere from, from 16 up to 36 pounds. Now there's a lot of pros to raising heritage turkeys. Heritage turkeys are great at foraging. If you're worried about ticks and other bugs, they're gonna help you with that bug control, especially if you're able to free range them. What I love about them is that they can reproduce naturally. So if you're looking for a sustainable option as far as turkeys go, heritage turkeys are the perfect option for you. This is also a great option for those that don't want a ginormous bird on their table. They're gonna finish a smaller bird. And let's talk a little bit about the flavor. I like to say, because they take longer to mature, they just, they're marinating a little bit longer. <laughs> so the meat tends to be a little bit more flavorful and nutrient rich. And a part of that is also what they eat. You are what you eat. Absolutely. Your, your broad-breasteds are eating mainly the feed, whereas your heritage eat mainly, they eat a lot more bugs and grass, which makes if, a difference in the flavor. If you're able to free range them. I mean, it, it is going to be different if you're raising them in confinement, which is totally possible. So what are some of the cons? Well, they do take longer to grow out, not like the broad-breasteds. There's less white meat as their breast is smaller than the broad-breasted, and there's more darker meat. So it kind of just depends on what is it you want uh, on that on your kitchen table. The other big thing is they can fly, whereas your uh, broad-breasted, there's no flying with. <laughs> they're pretty. They're pretty grounded. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty grounded. They ain't getting up. Whereas your heritage, yeah, they can fly. We recently reached out on social media asking all of our awesome Meyer Hatchery peeps what their biggest questions were regarding raising turkeys or turkeys in general. And you guys had some really great questions. The first one was, can heritage breeds be in a coop with chickens? What's the answer, Jeff? No, but with qualifiers. All right, all right, let me explain this. So there's much debate on whether or not you can raise your turkeys and chickens together with proper husbandry, regular deworming and plenty of free range space. Many people often do it successfully. It's one of those things where it's a personal choice. You just have to know that there are some risks involved. You have to consider that chickens and turkeys have different dietary needs. But the main concern is blackhead disease. And we'll link a great article on what this is in the show notes below. And by dietary, you mean feed. They Correct. Eat different stuff. Absolutely. Thanks, thanks for <laughs> clarifying that, Jeff. What are the basic necessities for raising heritage turkeys in confined spaces and free range? Was the question. And the answer is pretty much the same as all your other poultry. You need your feed, you need your water containers, shelter from the elements to protect them and also to protect them from predators. Uh, the same like all your other poultry. Uh, and so if you have all that already, yeah, there you go. You can have heritage turkeys too. Now keep in mind that they can fly. 
So you either need to have fly netting or have enough, uh, have enough space where that's not an issue. And I personally raise bourbon reds and due to the way that I raise them and the space that I have for them, I make life a little easier and I clip their wings. So they are flightless. You clip their wings, both wings, both wings. Some people do one to where they just can't fly very well. I clip both, but they are locked in a barn at night. So I don't have to worry about them having to try and escape from predators. This next one that came from social media is more of a statement than a question. Um, Raising hatchlings. Turkeys seem to be more fragile than chicks, even with the right protein feed, et cetera. This is a very true statement. I think of turkeys much like infants. Um, I feel like they need a little bit more encouragement than maybe chicks. A lot of times you have to introduce them to the feed and water several times before they get the idea. But with a little bit of extra TLC, they get the, the idea pretty quickly and you can be pretty successful. So what is the minimum number of heritage turkeys that you can order? And the answer is 20. Why is that, Amanda? Well, we work with uh, professionals that hatch our turkeys out just for us because turkeys require um, different humidity, different hatching time. So we leave it to them to hatch all of our turkeys for us. And they have a minimum of 20 that we have to stick to. Now, the trick Well, I'll give you my trick on how to get around this. (laughs) And that is, okay, you only have room for 10. Well, ask your friends. See if anybody around you, you know, your friends, coworkers, people you know in the neighborhood, that maybe they want some too. And so you order 10, they order 10, you got your order. Sharing is caring. It's a win-win situation. Exactly. Next question is, how do you tell the difference between broad-breasted bronze and standard bronze? Well, the quick answer is your broad-breasted are always going to have a more round physique. They're going to have a larger breast than your heritage breeds. Your standard bronze is going to have a more slender body um, and a smaller breast. So another question is, what turkeys are the best egg layers? Well, we think the bourbon reds are some of the best egg layers, and though all of our heritage breeds are noted to lay 20 to 25 naturally, unless you pull the eggs. If you pull them, it would be from 40 to 50 eggs that they would lay. What does pulling them mean for those that may not Well, it's just like your chickens. They sit on where they're laying the eggs, and you go out there every day and you pull that egg away. It'll make it think it needs to lay more. All right. Another question we received was, curious how well they typically get along with, tur- with chickens, like the possibilities of free-ranging both, how much space they need to roam. If you Google this, you will have people who are passionate that they can get along fine. And then you have people that are passionate That is the worst thing you can ever do. As in life, it's a mixture of both. This can totally be done. Just be aware that there is a risk involved. Many people have turkeys and chickens together and they live in harmony, while others experience where the turkeys becoming aggressive toward their chickens. 
Now your turkeys are a much larger bird. So they, <laughs> they decide when they want to be friendly and the chickens will sadly pay the price. Now you also have the risk, and this is the big thing, you have the risk of cross-contamination and blackhead disease, as we've talked about before. And as far as space, we recommend providing a minimum of 25 square feet of outdoor space per bird. The more, the better. Now, I really like raising my heritage turkeys in the tractor systems. You can get away with providing them a little less space because you're moving that tractor daily or twice daily or even more, depending on how many turkeys you have in your tractor, how big your tractor is. I like the tractors because they're keeping your birds contained because as we've mentioned before, heritage turkeys can fly and they're also protected from predators or at least eliminates the threat um, exponentially of predators. Um, but it also allows them to graze on that fresh pasture. And the, another big thing with the tractors is you decide how much grass you want. And so if they're eating it down slowly, you can leave them there longer. But if they're eating it down and trampling it down, time to move. And so it's your decision how you want your lawn to look. Well, and they're going to fertilize it. I mean, if you're moving that tractor at a good and steady pace daily, twice daily, you're going to see as the months progress, as they're growing out, that grass is going to look a little dead and trampled on, but it's going to start regrowing and it's going to be lush and green. And you'll see that line where you ran your, your chicken or turkey tractors. Totally. Next and final question is, is there a significant difference between the broad-breasted varieties and the heritage breeds other than their growing speed and life expectancy? Heritage turkeys are going to have a more slender physique while your broad-breasted will have more of a rounded butterball look. <laughs> if you're a fan of dark meat, the heritage will definitely prove to provide more. White meat with that giant breast that the broad-breasted grow out will satisfy more of the white meat lovers. Heritage will also mate naturally, making them a great sustainable option, whereas the broad-breasted cannot and grow so large and quick that they do need to be processed in a timely manner. And with that, we thank you for listening to The Coop. Be sure to subscribe, and if you'd be so kind, drop us a review. Have a poultry-related question or topic you would like us to cover? We want to hear from you. Send us an email to podcast at meyerhatchery.com. <laughs> <laughs>